Glomar Energy offer the best energy solutions for your home and business. We offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet. We are Cavan Podcast, because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Okay, so welcome back to the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast with myself, Damien Dunahoo and Paul Fitzpatrick. We're going to be looking back over now the All-County Football League results from Round 1 in Cavan last weekend. Starting in Division 1, um, I suppose the best place to start is what would be described by a lot of people as an upset. Could Hill beat Mullerhorn 4 goals and 11 points to 13 points. That's a that's a big, big win in Mullerhorn for Coothill. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming now, to be honest. But seemingly Coothill were really impressive. Played really well. Dermy Connolly there in the middle of the field had a great game. And in the Hessen scored 7 points, I think 3 from play. And very good from the freeze. Uh, Coothill have come on a lot since they, they, they won that intermediate. They settled in well at senior last year. And they looked like they've kicked on again. So... They're they're going to be a good team to watch. They are a good team to watch. In yeah, fact, they're, they're enjoyable to watch. Yeah, yeah, great forwards and and uh, you know, likes of, of Tom Hayes in there with Hessen. Mm. Um, they've got Josh Hayes at the back. They've got McCutcheon. Like it's it's a strong side. Partly Sean O'Connor had a great game cornerback, uh, brother of the corner forward Stevie O'Connor, who also played very well for them. So they they have lots of talent. They're they're I suppose they're a typical town team that does lots of football ability. In them. Yeah, and plus. Um, they're extremely fit at the minute because it's the middle of the soccer season. Our soccer season's coming to its conclusion, and you'd have you'd have a good half dozen of soccer players on that team, likes of Heston and O'Connor. They're all top class mm. soccer players, and they'd be really fit. You know, just come to the peak of their season. So it'd be like taking them out of out of Gaelic in August or September and, and putting them into a local soccer league that was just starting. So you have to give a, probably a pass to Mullerhorn on that score. So, but yeah. Mullerhorn have to look, look to bounce back. They have a new manager, and he's he's got a good reputation. He's supposed to be very good. Aidan McCarran, but that's a bad start to his reign. Yeah, it is, and and uh, I suppose when you mention the the Mullerhorn manager Kieran O'Malley, a lot of people would have expected after they won the intermediate two years ago, walk away with your with your credit score up high. But in fairness, he's probably raised his credit score even further by his performances last year in the senior championship, and maybe with a result like that, and and if they got a few more of them, it would uh, it would really push him up into that top shelf that he's. Probably capable of. Oh yeah, absolutely. No uh, credit where it's due. He's done a great job with them. Moving on, Kingscourt taking on Ramor second week in a row, and Kingscourt beat Ramor in uh, Virginia. You were at this game, I think. It I was at that game. Yeah, it, um, it was actually a very, a very good game. Um, both teams played well in patches. Uh, Kingscourt were winning one nine to one four at half time, and were doing really well. Um, but Rammer came back, did very well, and came back into the game just with points. Didn't get a goal, but but came back into it with points. I actually got in front by a point with about fifteen minutes to go to make a game of it. But Kingscourt finished well, and they had Barry Riley was absolutely in outstanding form in the middle of the field. He was a joy to watch. He Classic. turned in an absolutely flawless performance. He never missed a free the whole game. He never put a foot wrong. It was absolutely joyous stuff. Now as a spectator to watch it, he was selling dummies. He was calling shots in from all angles. I think he finished with one nine. Wow. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Toasty behind him, you had another player, the the uh, 
Iron Fist and the Velvet Glove. Well, Barry <laughs> Riley up. Barry was the glove and Toasty Clark was the fist. He was still centre half and he was busting up through the centre and there was bodies flying everywhere. You're not implying that, that Toasty was doing any hitting or anything? Ah, no, nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> he grew up and scored three points from play from centre back. People might think looking at that that he was lined out centre half and played full forward like he did last year. But no, he, he played centre half. At one stage he came driving through the centre and there was just bodies flying everywhere and clipped it over the bar. At the other end of the field, Jack Brady was brilliant. He scored 1-4 from play. What position? Corner forward. Inside. Inside. And did really, really well. Um, Gilly Maguire showed up pretty well at times in the middle of the field for a fella just out of minor as well. A huge man as well. It's a young Rammer team though. Yeah, it's a young team and they were missing Somerville, O'Connell, um, a few of these under-21 players as well. The two Bradleys were missing. So right. they were also missing James McEnroe. So th- they were missing a lot. But yeah. a good game though. It must be said, good game. Very good. Third game in the division was Cavan Gales taking on Gauna uh, in Terry Kyle Park. It finished one eleven to Cavan Gales and ten points to Gauna. Um, marred with a few sending offs. Yeah, I think there was there was two from the Gales sent off and one from Gauna straight on straight reds. I think. Yeah, allegedly. Anyway, so. yeah. So it was it was meant to be a real stormy affair. And I've seen Sean Johnston was a standout man for Gales. He was their man in the match. He scored five points and came good at the end when they needed a few scores, but. Look, Gowna are probably coming back to themselves a little bit. They're still a, a, a stretch off where they were when they were winning championships, but they're they've hung in there at the bottom of senior, and now they're starting to get these young lads through, like Robbie Fitzpatrick, and you'll have these Madden and Pearson coming through as well. Yeah. So, fairness to them, they hung tough. They could have slipped down a grade, but they they hung in there and hung in there and came through against Lacken a few years ago in a relegation playoff, a replay, I think it was. That's right. They just managed to, to hold on while they while they could until they got the next wave through, and now the next wave's coming. So. Going to get back into winners enclosure in the next six seven years, it would not surprise me. It's a very good bet, and you have the likes of Niall Madden, who's living down in Wexford and still willing to come up and down to play for his club. Like it, it, it does show huge resolve from the club because they're they're stuck. They're half of a parish, really, as as they say themselves, and yet they they really really dug deep to keep themselves in senior level and they took out every single stop that was available to them everybody who could play for another year or two just to keep them up there done that so and they'll benefit of course from McKeever not being playing county football like he yeah. was devoting his full attention to them did he play at the weekend? he played a wing half back I didn't hear how he played but you know like he's still still only 30, 32 years of age like a lot more football than that fella yeah the next game was the one that you tipped that you uh, were looking forward to. Lacken taking on Castle Rahan. And uh, Lacken home side came away with a, a three-point victory here or a goal victory, one twelve to 12 points. Um, again, red card in this one, or at least one red card and maybe in there was two red cards. The yeah, there was uh, Cormac Daly picked up a straight red, as far as I know, and uh, Enda Flanagan got a second yellow after the final whistle. He had it. I think he must be making his feelings known to the ref or something, but he, he got a second yellow. But seemingly the standout man was Niall McCarron in midfield for Lacken. Like he's a player with unbelievable talent. Mm. He's got physique. He's he's a, a, a nephew of Katrina McCarron, so his, his genes are good. He, he can cover the ground, and he's got a massive left boot on him. He's like Darren McCabe with a big left foot, and he had a great game. And I can see Finn Riley getting the best out of Niall, and if he does, they've got one hell of a player in their hands. Um, Conor Finnegan had a very good game too. Yeah, yeah. Being in the county panel is going to benefit him, and you know Thomas Galligan coming back, James the brother, another good footballer. So like, they physically have a lot of big, strong men in lacking. But what was I was talking to a neutral who was at this game, and he said it was extremely ratty. That it was a, a an ill-tempered sort of a game. That 
it really uh, it didn't show up as great football by any means that there was a lot of off the ball incidents right okay well I, I didn't I didn't hear it. well I did hear it was it was sort of a fiery affair but I know Kiyomaki had a great game for yes for, for Castellan he kicked a few great frees and a couple of great points in play the so. man that we were talking about looking at showing up the Kerry man um, he kicked two points I think yeah seemingly he played well Shane McSweeney he's supposed to have had a good game uh, link up link up linking up to play was what yeah. I was told that he was getting involved starting moves getting on the end of moves so yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing him play. Yeah, and uh, again, that neutral that was at that game said to me, he's the type of player that had he played last year for Castle and did be county champions. He he he's worth a point or two in every single game. So it's uh, it'll be very interesting to watch him in the future and see how how he helps the Castle and his charges to go on and win a senior championship that's probably long overdue. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be grudging to them. They've lost two finals now, and last year it. As they know themselves, they were seven points to four up against Kingscourt early in the second half, and they had one hand on the cup, but um, it didn't go for them in the last 20 minutes. But look, they're still going to be a tough nut to crack, to make no mistake about yeah, that. Definitely are. The third game, or fourth game, it was Arva against Ballyhazer, a repeat of last year's intermediate final. It finished all square um, in Arva, 110 apiece. I didn't hear much about this game. No, I know Conan Sheridan scored, scored the equalising point uh, late on to. to uh, Grabbed the draw for Arva. Kevin Tierney got a goal. Great man to get to get one, and he got another one for for Ballyhays. But didn't hear that much about it. But it seemingly it was a real well contested game, and Ballyhays thought they had done enough. But Sheridan popped up with a free to 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 get a draw for for Arva. Yeah, Arva. After successive promotions, three in a row. How far can they go in that Division One? That's a good question. Like, there's a. It's probably a big step up. The biggest step up is probably. It's hard to know. It's the biggest step up is maybe into the top three or four clubs, possibly. But it's hard to know because last year I would have thought that a year ago. But last year suggested when you saw um, Kilashander and Kilgarry getting back into the semi-finals, mm. um, that suggested maybe the field had level out a wee bit. But um, look, at they're right up there now. They're right up there because Valley Hills are right up there as well That's with their league form, like and. They're they're broken into the top ten in the county, which is amazing because no time ago they were they were in the basement, they were in Division Four. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's credit to them, and their age profile is right, and uh, they have a good man over on there, Peter Riley, who might be able to bring them on another bit, but they won't mind about the league. I think they're if they can hold on in the league, they'll want to win that intermediate championship. Yeah, that's that's vital for them. Moving on to Division Two, we'll try and go through these nice and quickly. Killigarry beat Baileyborough at three eleven to eight points. Baileyborough newly promoted. Killigarry senior semi finalists last year. It was always going to be tough for Baileyborough. Yeah, Martin Riley got one six. I think the goal came from a penalty. And uh, interestingly enough, Connor Gilson was playing full forward for Baileyborough in that game. That's right. So yeah. I didn't hear how he got on. He was telling me and Billy O'Mara back in goals. All oh, right. Okay. So interesting enough, he he was. I was talking to Connor actually. He said that he he done very well. <laughs> <laughs> Connor's uh, Connor's always a character and, and and a good listener here to we are Calvin. But he uh, at full forward, he's still a big strong man. Like he could oh, cause well, trouble. Without doubt, he caused serious oh. trouble. I mean, he, I saw him playing full back in an under sixteen Division One final a few years ago. Like. He he's a good outfield player. Make yeah. no mistake about that. Yeah, Balanya were taking on Biltorbet. Um a big game here. Biltorbet, you know, with with the likes of Bud, Damien O'Reilly, who aren't involved in county panels, able to commit a wee bit more to the club now. And end the Henry there. They were. It was going to be a sticky one for Balanya, but to come away with a three point victory, one ten to one seven. So Balanya off the mark, even though they had Niall McDermott. Yeah, that's a good win for them because McDermott gets an awful lot of scores for Balanya. Like I was, I was having this conversation with someone recently. McDermott is one hell of a club player. It must be said. Mm. 
like he's a, he's a good county player, but he's possibly the best club player in the county. Concerned yeah. of like what he's worth to his club, he he's he's a one man army for Balneal up front. So that's a good win for them without Niall. Yeah, Kilishandra uh, continued their good form from last year by beating Drumgoon one twelve to two eleven. Um, Dara Ty's not back yet, but they they'll want to pick up results as early as possible because I think they've a couple of lads going away during the summer. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, well that's that's a good win for them uh, to get get the show on the road anyway. Yeah, get it started. Coo Hollands taking on Lavi for the second week in a row and goals win games as we used to say on Gaelic football views four eight to Coo Hollands and two three two thirteen to Lavi. So um disappointing I suppose from Lavi's point of view that they let in four goals. Yeah, I think Lavi scored the most of any team in the county that, that didn't win, which is a real real killer to put up two thirteen. Like four goals, it's a it's an uphill battle. I know Ray Colvin went off injured after fifteen minutes and had been lowered in the midfield up to that. Um, and that really hurt Lavi. Seamus Lark got a good goal for Cucullins, uh at the start or in the first half, and in the second half, I think it was um, Finn Tate got a goal for him. He came off the bench as well, and um, I'm not sure who else got it, got the goals for him. Brian McGee scored six points, five frees for Cucullins. He's a very good footballer, great footballer. But uh, yeah, Lavi would be disappointed. I think Fergal Smith um, was one of their standout men, and in the first half, Carduke and Shane Tierney were running the game inside. But Cullen's kind of got on top, but Lavi probably would have felt it did enough. But I think Lavi will take a bit of watching this year as well. They seem to have everyone back and training really hard. And by all accounts, Cullivan is in, is in flying shape as well. Yeah, a lot of talk about him this year. Um, Crush a lot were taking on Drumlane, and Drumlane, one of the men we were speaking about in the earlier podcast, uh, Ryan Connolly had a great game in this win for Drumlane. 3 6 to Drumlane, 1 11 to Crush a lot. And Connolly got three, four, something. Yeah, something like that. That's what he can do. That's what he can do. I mean, he's got both feet. He's got pace. He's strong. He can win the ball. So Connolly, Connolly's a little, little uh, man when he's on form, inside or outside. He's an exciting prospect, definitely. If you're, if you're looking for a, uh, for something different, he offers that. Yeah, absolutely. Moving on to the All County Football League Division Three, Shercock were taking on Swanland Bar. Um, I think this was down in in Shercock, or sorry, it was in Swanland Bar. Big win for Shercock, two fourteen to one seven. They played Killian Clark at full forward, and Brian Sankey had the job of marking Gerald McKiernan. Right, I didn't hear anything about that game, so that that was a handful for for Sankey. But yeah. Shercock often play Killian Clark full forward, and the people in Shercock would tell you it's his best position. Yeah, and then had Niall Clerken coming off the shoulder, so Killian winning ball, and Niall Clerken coming with that sweet left foot. It's a, it's a, it's a potent attack. Absolutely, it's something to watch for. So big, big win there. Ballymacue were taking on um, Butler's Bridge in Ballymacue on Sunday, and. They came away with a home victory, three ten to one nine. Butler's Bridge missing Quivian Riley, um, Fergal Flanagan, big big losses, and of course Liam Buchanan at, at club division three level is bound to stand out. Yeah, yeah, that's an eye catching window for Valley McHugh. In fairness, yeah, they they need to be picking them up. Templeport were taking on Red Hills, um, and they finished with a, a two goal win here, four twelve to two twelve. A high scoring game there from your home club, but uh, although they, they were defeated. Red Hills making progress, scoring two twelve. Torlock Mooney back, Packy Letty back, Rory Dunn playing. So there's there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, there there is. The, the club went through a bit of a rough spell there with injuries and immigration and all that stuff after a meteoric rise from junior to senior. But yeah, I think the, I think that's that's there as you said. There's positive signs there. Yeah, Definitely. I think all six goals were scored in the second half of that game, which is unusual. 
Wow, very interesting. The uh, the second last game in the division saw Lara taking on Den, and Lara came away with a one point victory at home in Stradone, one eleven to one ten. I didn't hear much about this game, but that's a good win for Lara. Yeah. Then after coming down, yeah. Uh, the final game then was Killing Care against Cornerfin. It finished in a draw. Um, Peter McCabe scoring a, an injury time point to, to level the sides, thank God, um, for me. Just <laughs> save my blushes. But Cornerfin, Barry Doyle getting on the scoreboard. He had, he had won two in the first half. Now, one was a, a free from the sideline. Uh, he, scored a, he scored a goal where he basically intercepted a cross-field ball by one of our defenders and stuck it in the back of the net quite simply. But Corner Fane flying fit as well and, and they're they're going to pick up points in that division. Yeah, I think that they're they're probably going to be favourites to win that junior championship this year as well. So um, that's good. they're going to be worth watching as well. Definitely are. And they've, they've lots of... The Whartons there are actually excellent footballers. Um Going to just move on very quickly. I'll call out just the results, actually. I'll just run through them for Division 4 before we finish up. Um, Cavan Gales were taken on... They, they had a victory in their first game where they took on Corla, um, down in Corla, 2-10 to 1-5. Uh, Nugent with David Givney back, of course, picked up another a big win there, 13 points to 8. Uh, away down in Kildallan, which wasn't an easy place to go, or definitely isn't. Kildallan, with a good young team coming through, they'll be they'll be looking again to be in the hunt for promotion, but David Givney's going to make a big, big plus for um, Mount Nugent. Muncher Connacht beat Kill, one goal and 12 to one goal and 6. That was in Muncher Connacht, uh, a good win there for the, the Munchies. And Drummolee beat Drung 1-13 to 1-9. That was down in Drung, um, on on Sunday morning, the final result was Shannon Gales drawn with Knockbride thirteen points apiece. So good to see Shannon Gales um, starting to stop the rot after two early losses in that division. So um, with that, we'll we'll um, just direct you to Sunday afternoon. Obviously, after the Cavan Leash game, we'll have our usual post match show uh, live on We Are Cavan from five pm, where we'll be joined by uh, Terry Highland more than likely and some of the Cavan players to have a discussion on how the game against Leash went so please do tune in to that podcast or the live show on your way home hopefully it's a celebratory show that Cavan after picking up their fourth win in a row all going well but we'll have all the reaction on that post-match show on wearecavan.com and thanks to Paul Fitzpatrick for joining me here in the podcast and uh, from myself Damien Dunhu enjoy the weekend sport Beyond Callahan Electrical Limited has been providing a quality service to the industrial, commercial and domestic sectors nationwide since 1996. Reduce your business's energy bill with our energy audit. Or if you need any electrical works carried out, why not contact Kieran Callahan Electrical on 049 433 0111. It's a beautiful-